Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark, and today we're moving on from the six core needs as we turn our attention to what is perhaps the most fundamental component of building your successful life. And that is following the proven recipe used by successful people the world over. A recipe which fortunately for us has been studied, analysed, modelled and recorded as a powerful NLP technique for us all to follow. Whether you want success in your business, relationships, family, health or any other area of your life, and no matter how specifically you define success, following this formula gives us the structure to consistently deliver the results we want. What is this secret of success? In other words, what is it that has some people set goals and yet repeatedly fail to achieve them, whilst others continually realise their dreams and goals? What is the difference that makes the difference? Now, you may be thinking, gee, if someone really knows that, then that would be amazing, right? Well, identifying the difference that makes the difference is exactly what NLP does. In a nutshell, NLP is the study, decoding and recording of patterns of excellence, which means then we can all model from the experts. And what we've discovered using this NLP approach of studying and decoding is that successful people have quite a few things in common. The first standout feature relates to the be, do, have model that we've already covered in the NLP Matters podcast episodes one to four. You can go back and review those. People who achieve success on their own terms all tend to be passionate and they know following their plan, doing what needs to be done, will ultimately result in them having the clearly defined ultimate purpose or goal that they've started out to achieve. Passion, planning and purpose. All three components are essential because together they propel us forward towards the future we want. However, passion, planning and purpose alone are not enough. Many of us fall down from the start because we have not really clearly defined our purpose or goal. This is where we must start. It is the end we have in mind, our ultimate destination, the place we want to get to. If this end is not clearly and specifically defined, then we have just made achieving our ultimate purpose or goal very, very difficult. 
Instead of knowing exactly what the end is like, we have some vague feeling or approximate outcome, which means it's easy to get lost or distracted on the way. Or perhaps we've not prepared and planned how to make the journey. The planning maps your journey so you don't get sidetracked and lost. And the passion provides the fuel in your tank, the energy you need to make the journey and arrive. It is the force that is with you that makes you become unstoppable, that passion. In NLP, the structure that successful people put in place around their purpose, planning and passion has been studied, analysed, modelled and recorded for us all to follow, as I've already mentioned. And this model or technique is called the five principles for success. Five principles that when put together act as a roadmap that guide us towards achieving our goals. The five principles are first and foremost, we need to know what our outcome is. Very, very clearly define what is it that we're going for? What is our ultimate goal? The second principle is that we need to take action. It's not enough to want something. You actually have to do something to get it. Preferably, you'd take massive action towards achieving your goal. The third principle is having sensory acuity. Now, that's just another way of saying you need to notice if you're on track or off track. If the things you're doing and the behaviours you're practising are getting you closer to your goal, then rock on, you keep doing those. But if they're not, then it's time to really review your strategies and maybe choose some different ways to take action. And this is where the fourth principle comes in, which is having behavioural flexibility. Some people get so attached to the way that they go about achieving their goals they're more attached to the method than ultimately reaching the goal successfully. This is where it's really important to bring in some flexibility and adapt our behaviours to make sure we are staying on track. And the final principle for success, number five, is adopting a physiology and psychology of excellence. Over the next few weeks, we're going to explore these five principles in detail so that you can really understand how specifically you can utilize each of these principles to greatly enhance your capability to achieve the goals and build the successful life that you've decided you want to have. One of the really practical ways that I've utilized these principles for success myself in my life is in my pursuits as a private pilot. I love to fly around Outback Australia in my single engine plane. Now, obviously, if you're flying into a remote airport or really any airport, it's pretty important when you're the pilot that you know very clearly where your destination is. First of all, so that you can navigate to get there accurately. And secondly, when you arrive, you need to know some pretty specific details, such as what are the facilities there when you arrive? What sort of runway are you landing on? Is it a flat runway? Is it made out of bitumen? Is it gravel? 
Is it made out of grass? Those sort of factors have quite a different impact on the performance of your plane when it's landing and also when you're taking off. And of course, it's very, very important to also know how long is the runway? Like, will the runway actually be long enough for you to land and stop the plane? Because I'm sure you would appreciate it gets pretty messy if uh, the runway is a bit short. Using the five principles of success and thinking about it from the perspective of being a pilot flying around Australia, the first thing you need to do is get very, very clear, specific information about the outcome. What's your ultimate destination? Then when you're going to take off, you also need to make sure you've got up-to-date weather forecasts, you know the wind direction, you've plotted and graphed your heading and your tracking, you're clear about the things you'll be flying over and you've got the maps there that you can look at to validate that you're en route. You must take the action to do that really, really solid planning and make sure also that the plane is in good working order so you'd go around and do your daily checks on the plane, making sure all the lights are working and the fuel's hasn't got any water in it and all the instruments are functional on the plane and the tires are pumped up. You're doing all these checks even before you take off. So you're taking quite a lot of action, let alone when then you go and you're actually going to be taking off and flying the plane. Now, when you do go to the runway and you get your clearance and you taxi along and you go onto the runway and then you go and take off, obviously the next part that's most important for you is to have sensory acuity because you take off from your runway and the first thing you need to do is get onto the right heading so that you will arrive in the destination that you're aiming for. You need to set the compass and adjust it for the wind that you've already learnt about and studied so that you will track and arrive at your destination with enough fuel in your tank to land safely when you get there. The sensory acuity you bring is constant throughout the flight. You're always looking outside the plane. What are the landmarks? What am I flying over? There's a road there. There's some power lines, a lake or a river, a mountain over on the right. What are the landmarks that I'm looking for when I'm flying along and how do they match the map? And also I'm looking at the instruments, checking the airspeed, I'm checking the heading, I'm checking fuel, making sure that the engine is staying within a good temperature range and that the oil pressure is also looking very healthy for the plane to keep flying. You're running through a cycle of checking those things whilst you're also looking out for other planes because you need to know if there's any other planes in the vicinity and making sure you don't go too close to them. It's a constant use of your sensory acuity. Am I on track? Now, sometimes when you're flying in your plane, perhaps the wind is a bit stronger than you thought, or maybe it's not as strong as you planned for. In that case, you might notice that a landmark you expected to fly directly overhead is a bit off to your left or off to your right. Now it's very important that you adjust your track at that point. You need to calculate 
what's the heading change I need to make to correct my track? Because if you continue to fly the way that you are, you're going to miss the airport that you're aiming for. Especially if you notice you're off track quite early in the flight, you could miss it by hundreds of kilometers. It's very, very important that with the information you get from your sensory acuity, you then bring about behavioral flexibility and adjust the track you're flying on. And of course, you also need to bring a physiology and a psychology of excellence to your flying. Because as the pilot, you are the one responsible, both for the navigation and for the function and operation of the plane. So you're flying it, you're making sure it's operating correctly, and you're communicating to air traffic control or perhaps other planes in the area so that everybody knows where you're up to on your flight. And sometimes that communication is electronic in terms of beacon pinging and so on and so forth. But nevertheless, you have to make sure that you're constantly aware and alert. So you really need to bring that physiology and psychology of excellence, knowing that you as the pilot are responsible and at cause for everything that happens with the plane. Now, when you arrive at your destination, you're approaching the runway where you're intending to land, it's important that you do a call in and you signal to anyone else who's at or near that runway that you're approaching it and your intention is to land there. Again, the communication and following strict structures around how you communicate that information is vitally important, which is again another way for you to focus on your physiology and psychology of excellence. You're utilizing the aviation code language to make sure people can clearly understand what your intentions are. You will fly over the runway, you'll check it, you'll look at the wind direction and confirm it is as you expected. And then you're going to set yourself up to do a circuit and come in and land safely on the runway. Now, obviously, if you notice something that's different that you weren't expecting, then you may need to adjust your plans again. So here you can see how the sensory acuity and the behavioral flexibility feed off each other in order for you to adjust if you need to and make sure you ultimately achieve the goal of landing safely. I think that flying in Australia in a light plane gives a great practical example of the five success principles being used and applied to keep you safe and ultimately to get you to your destination. And it's in that same way that we want to bring these principles and apply them to our goals and our dreams in our life so that we can make sure that we can definitely achieve the outcomes we want to have. I look forward to you joining me over the next few episodes as we continue to explore this simple yet powerful model that enables us to achieve the outcomes we want to have in life. In our next episode, we will focus quite specifically on the first of the five principles of success, knowing your outcome. Stay awesome and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. 
Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.